0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Progress. Okay, good evening, everyone. We're continuing in. Why Daf Ayan? Because Chodesh Teves was created with the letter Ayan. So we have to be Machazik um, Chodesh Teves. And also, the reason we're learning Daf Ayan is because that's where we're up to. You know, it's a coincidence that we happen to be up to a- Dafai, and that's why we're learning it. Okay, good to see everybody, and we're continuing in the subject of Mitzvah LeKayim Divrei Hames. The opinion of Rabmeir Meir is Mitzvah LeKayim Divrei Hames. It's a mitzvah to fulfill the words of someone who is dying. The Gemara is discussing that if a father said, "Give my sons a shekel," and really they should, their living expenses require that they get a cella. Selah is you give them a selah. And uh, earlier, the b'raisa said that if the father says, only give them a shekel, then we only give them a shekel. And then the b'raisa said, if the father said, and if they die, I want other people to inherit them, whether he said, give them a shekel, or he said, only give them a shekel, we only give them a shekel, because... Clearly the father's wish is that there should be a remnant after the sons are finished with it and other people should inherit it. The logic, the underlying logic behind this all is mitzvah l'kayim divrei hames. We want to fulfill the wishes of a father, who, of a person who is uh, dying. So Amar Rav Chizda, Amar Mar-Ukva, Chizda said the name of Mar-Ukva, Hilchasa, the halacha is not like what we just learned. Bein Shaamar Tinu, whether the father said give him a shekel, or bein she'amar, or whether he said al titnu, don't only give him a shekel. Whether he said give him a shekel, or whether he made it more emphatic, only give him a shekel. We don't listen. We give him a selah. We give the child a selah. Noisim So the gemara asks, what do you mean? But hakaymalan halacha kramayer, damar mitzvah kav devey hamis. Don't we paskin like the teaching of Rameyar that there's a mitzvah to fulfill the word of someone who's dying? So why do we ignore what the Father is saying even if He says, Only give a, only give a shekel. Why do we not uh, f- uh, follow that? Why do we give a full selah? Why do, isn't the halacha like Rameyar? Mitzvah Kam de rehamay, says the Gemara, Hanimili Vimila achronisa. That's in other matters. Avon Baha, but when it comes to this, Me'nach It is pleasing for the father that the children get their full living expenses. Aye, but if that's the case, why did the father say, Give them a shekel. V'ha amar hachi. The reason the father said, Only give a shekel. Is, Lizar to energize them, to uh, be mazari them, to, to inject them with uh, energy, to be industrious, not to, uh, to try to save the money. The reason the father said, only give them a shekel when their living expenses were more, is not because he really only wants them to have a shekel, it's that he doesn't want them to waste money. So he says, look, uh, only give them a small amount. He's not trying to deprive them of anything. He just wants them to try to save as much as possible. So, really. It doesn't. In that case, this logic would not apply. Okay? So, it's only if the father said, Tenu Shekel, or Al Titnu Ella Shekel, then we don't listen to the father, because then we say, He really wants them to have a selah. He said this, Lazruzeh. But if he said, and if they die, I want others to inherit them, then this logic of vahadamar hachi da asa does not apply. Okay, so it, you're right; it doesn't apply in that case. Okay, Tinan hasam. We learned in a mission over there. Ha peutais. are children, eight or nine years old. When do we have them? We talk about them in in. Uh, Mesech Gitin in Parakani zakin. Okay? Puhutos is an age of eight or nine, where a child has a certain uh, measure of development, and the chachamim are mesakin, mekhan mekach, umemkarn memkar. Their purchase is a purchase, their sale is a sale. Even though uh the transactions of a katan, are meaningless, the chachamim didn't want children to be in a situation where they can't uh, get what they need to live. So they allow their transactions to be valid. And that's the age of P'utais, eight or nine. The Metaltum, but that's only by movables. But by karka, then they have no right of transaction until they bring saris. Fine. (laughs) Amar Raphram. Raphram said, This Takana that the Chachamim made, that Ketanim, could make transactions a'm sham that's only if there is no guardian Aval Yesham if there's a guardian who's tending to their estate memkar their purchase is not a purchase their sale is not a sale really inherently a katan should not be able to make any transaction. The only reason to make a transaction is for the Katan to be able to get what he needs. But if he has a guardian who's going to be taking care of their estate, then uh, Katan can make a transaction even in metalton. Okay. The sham apatrapus memkar okay. memkar. Says the Gemara Mimai. How do we know this? Mediktani. from the fact that it teaches ein masa ketana from the fact that the mishnah says that the act of a katana is meaningless right the the way the mishnah was read the the way we understood the mishnah is that a son who gave a shlish money for his daughter to buy a field and the katana says no mr shlish I don't want you to buy the field. Let my husband do it. So the halacha is, the Mishnah says, The act of a katana is meaningless. Meaning the shlish should do what he was appointed to do. So what do we see there? We see that the act of a katana is nothing when there is a I. What do you mean? But didn't we just say that so, we have arrived from the Mishnah. From the fact that the Mishnah says the act of a katana is nothing. So we see that when there's an overseer, a trustee, uh, the halacha is that the act of a katana is nothing. It's only, she can only make an acquisition when there is no uh, trustee. So Gemara says it's not a raya. There's a difference between a shlish and an apatrapis. Maybe where there's this trustee, it's different. Because may, what would the difference between a shlish and an apotropis be? The shlish was specifically tasked with this job. But the Apotropis is only there to do what the Simon want, so maybe a shlish does not listen to the katana or because the shlish was specifically appointed to do what the uh, father said as opposed to an apotropis who's there to do what 's in best interest of the children, so they 're telling you what what they want. Meaning, maybe there's a distinction between a shlish and Apotropis, Maybe in the Mishnah, when there's a shlish, then we ignore the katana. Because there the shlish is specifically given the task of uh, buying the field. But maybe if the Apotropis is just there for the general overall welfare of the katana, maybe we do listen to the katana. Says Gemara, no, the language of the Mishnah indicates that it's not because there's a shlish, but because in general the act of a ketana is not valid when anyone's there. It says Gemara, Im lisni. otherwise it should have said, Avo Bktana, if she's a ketana, Yasa shlish The shlish should do what he was appointed. But it doesn't say that language. It says, Um bikhtana, ain klum. It says, her act is nothing. Shmamina. So from here we see Afil of Alma, even in general. Not only when there's a Shlish, but even when there's an apatropis, which is someone like a Shlish, we would apply the rule of Ein Masa Kitana Klum. Hadron Alach mitzias Ha'isha. Okay, Mazel tov. Really, we should rent out MetLife Stadium, but it's very cold right now. Well, maybe a different time. Okay, now let's begin the next parak, Perek Hamadir. Ashrechem that you're to learn parak hamadir. Perk hamadir is one of the most lamdasha prakim in all of shas. The ms. It's really uh, it's a amazing parak. A lot of the lamdasha torah of the shavshmeiza is on this parak. Here we go. The siyata de Hamadir sishday. One who makes a neder against his wife Mila hanusle from her getting hanaf from him. So basically the guy says, he takes a nether, that his wife can't get hana from him. So what does that mean? Does that mean that Tashmish is asr? Rashi says not at all. Because his Tashmish is not asr to her, he's already mishubed to her. He signed the document that he's going to provide her with her needs. So when he says he's not going to give her hana, it doesn't mean that now he is usher, she's usher to have Tashmish with him because he's already mishubatar for that. So we're not going to force him to divorce her because this neder is not limiting him from living with her. The only thing it's doing is it's ushering him from providing her her sustenance. Which you can ask the same question isn't he contractually obligated to support her? And to that, we'll see there are ways out of it. He could say, "Well, you keep you have a good job, keep your wages, and I'm not supporting you." But but in general, this is gonna this is a very difficult situation because how long could he stay in a state where he's not going to be supporting his wife? So, is like this: up to thirty days, you appoint to go between to support her. And Ligmar will explain, well, what do you mean to support her? But he, he says he can't give her Hana. So the fact that the go-between is supporting her, how does that make it any better? So you appoint, up to 30 days, you appoint uh, uh, Parnes, a uh, go-between to support her. Yes, Sir McCain, more than 30 days, you divorce her of you take Suba. And she is awarded the Ksuba. Rabbi Huday, my says, no, it depends. It depends whether he's a Yisrael or he's a Kayin. You see, if he's a Yisrael, okay, he divorces her, he could always take her back. If he's a Kayin, if he divorces her, he can't take her back. So we have to be more careful before we tell a Kayin, okay, divorce your wife. So Judah says, Be Yisrael, If it's for one month, he could keep her. Ushnaim, if the nether is for two months, Yoitzi divorces everything suba, and he gives the Ksuba. But Kayin if he's a koin, if it's for two months he could keep her, and for three months he has he divorces her and gives her a ksuba. So this is talking about where he takes a that his wife can't get hana from him, which means that he is not supporting her. The Mishnah continues, one who we'll see what this means, takes a nether against his wife, that she's not to taste one type of fruit, star fruit, grapes, mango. So the question is, what do you mean he takes a nether that she can't eat it? You can't ask someone else in a nether. You can't say, I make a nether that you can't eat. It means, she took a nether. And normally when a woman takes a nether, the husband has the right to be made for the nether, to annul it. But if he's Makayim the nether, if he validates it, he can never annul it. So she took the nether and he, val- and he validated it. Now he can't annul it. So the halacha is, Yes, divorce her and give her the ksuba. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says, No, we can't say this, let's say, by a koyin. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, For one day, that the nether is in effect so then he could keep her, and if it's in effect for two days, he has to divorce her, and give her the ksuba. a koyin shnayim for two days, he he could keep her, shlo'isha three days, What if One who made a nether, he answered his wife in a nether, that she can't use a certain type of perfume. So again, the case is, she took the nether, and he was Mekayimet. So, Yoitzi vi ksuba. He divorces her and he gives her ksuba. Rabbi Yoitzi si si, says, and this time it's Rabbi Yoitzi, si, and now Rabbi Huda, Ba'ani yoit sholai If it's a poor woman, if you didn't put a end to it, then you would have to divorce her. But by a wealthy Woman, then if you answered her thirty days, then you have to divorce her. Rashi says, A poor woman, if you didn't put a an amount, how long it's sir, That's when you have to give a ksuba. But if you put a a kitzvah, then you wait until that amount of time. But by a wealthy woman, it's 30 days. Okay. Zak the Gemara. How could a man take a neder that he's not going to give his wife Hana, but isn't he m'shubat to her to support her? V'kivan the m'shubat law. since he is contractually obligated. He has a shibat to support her. Hechi matzimadir How could he take a neder that he's not going to support her? He's not going to give her Hana. Kol kamine. Does he have the power of the mifkalei l'shibudai to be the Shibud? Ay, but we know, we learned in the Mishnah, if a woman takes a nedar, that I'm not going to give you my masi adayim, you don't have to annul it, because it's not chal, because she has to give him the masi adayim. So we see that whenever you make a nedar on something that someone has a Contractual obligation to fulfill, then that there's nachal. So the same way nether's other's nachal, if a woman says I'm not going to give you my wages, so why is the other if the man says I'm not going to support uh, my wife? He's obligated to support his wife from the ksuba. The ksuba says you got to obligate your wife. Even though I know some people they read the ksuba, it says I know eflach. It says I'm going to work. Farness, I'm gonna support. So some people, they think it's like Lush and Bitmia. I know Eflach. You think I'm gonna work? I know Oikir. No, but it's not a, it's not like Lush and Bitmia. It's not a Rashi. Some people joke, they think that they read it like a Rashi. No, it's a statement. I know Eflach, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna feed you. I'm gonna honor you. So, the same way she can't make another, not to give him the handiwork, he can he shouldn't be able to make another not to feed her. Alma, we see since she's Mashhubh to him, Lav kol she doesn't have the power to uproot the Shibud. Hachanami here too, the he's Mashubh to her. Lav kol she doesn't have the power to he doesn't have the power to uproot to to uh, uproot the Shibud says so no he can. <speaking in Hebrew> since he's able to say to her. <speaking in Hebrew> you know what? I'm not supporting you. Let your wages go for your Mezainites. I have to get the next four blot pamphlet. Ah, so Nase Koimla it becomes like he says to her when he makes a neder that I'm not going to give you hana. It, since he could say, let your handiwork go for your earn it, for your, for your, it becomes as if he said to her, let your wages go for your food. So that's the situation of Hamadr's Ishtam al where you made a neder. That you're not gonna give not to your wife. I aren't you obligated, you're contractually obligated to feed her. No, but the way you could get around it is by saying you keep your wages for your food, and this way the nether is chal. Okay, everyone, thank you for coming. Have a great night. Recording stopped. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.